Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, is IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Batman and J-Man. Mwah. Cheers, greetings, and welcome. To IWS Radio, this is indeed the Mapman coming to you live from the palatial and scary digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, a man who all the ladies are dying to meet. And when they do, they scream like banshees. The J-Man, bitches! I have the perfect idea for J-Man's costume this Halloween. He should go as a normal, everyday person who isn't weird at all. People will be amazed. (laughs) Amazed. Amazed. Uh Hola, and welcome, everybody. This is J-Man, and I'm here in my luxurious studios in Redneckville, Arkansas. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing fine, Jay, man. Nice weather up here in, you know, high, high. Hell, our forecast for November 1st, Tuesday, November 1st, sunny and 80, if you can believe it. I can. I can believe it, as we are heading for the mid-80s here in God's country. That is amazing. It is an outrage. It is an Outrage. Mm-hmm. Going to have to turn the air back put up on with it much down longer. yonder. Yeah, well, the air's already on today. It's going to be 80 degrees today, too. Get out of here. Ah, it's 80 yesterday. And here's the thing, you know, because the sun, you know, <laughs> it moves, you know, like way up north and it moves south, you know, as the... Right. Uh, during, well, it, it's positioned now such that it's just like coming straight in through the... Uh, the front window of the apartment huh. here at the Palatial Estate. So it's 80 degrees plus the sun all day long beating in through that window. Oh. And yeah. goodness, got to turn the got to turn the air on. Are you staying hydrated? Oh yeah, I've got my uh, big uh, 32 ounce plastic bottle of uh, water here with me at all times. Excellent. Good. Got some uh, Powerade in the fridge. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, To replace the electrolytes. That's right. That's very important, I'm told. (laughs) Yes. Right. I lose a few electrolytes during the show. (laughs) Oh, I think so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I could tell I had to tell you why. (laughs) You were going, really? And, J-Man, I'm in a good mood, not only because of the weather, but I ran up to the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road, and all was well, opened up correctly and everything. It was nice. 
I know. It, I mean, it's it's great, and it's also makes you a little nervous, though, right? Sure. <laughs> Just thinking, what could, you know, something's got to go wrong somewhere, right? See, why you got to do that? Why you got to say that? I got to I got to be realistic. I got to reverse jinx it, like I did the Friday Irish yesterday when I reverse jinxed them. Yeah, that, that worked game. out well, didn't it? They, yeah, they hung on and won. I mean, I jinxed them, and then I reverse jinxed them. I cleverly jinxed them when they led like fourteen to nothing, uh-huh. and then like gave up twenty unanswered points after I jinxed them, and then I reverse jinxed them, and they scored late and won. So you're Just welcome. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You're you're welcome, Irish fans. We have a new saying in Irish country, us fans. Hey, who's Notre Dame playing this week? Oh, the winner. That's what we say anymore. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, the most exciting moment of that game was the uh, game's tied at 20, and Miami is, is is punting. And the punt lands at the 10 and takes a big bounce, and there's like six Miami players and one Notre Dame player. And the Notre Dame player tries to grab the ball, and he, you know, it bounces off his shoulder pads into the end zone, and Miami scores a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty exciting. That's a well-coached team right there, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly was so stunned he couldn't even scream at him. He was just standing there like, what? Yeah. What? what, what? So, well, anyway. How was your week? Anything exciting happened this week? Anything big? Anything well, you need to know about? As I said, Damon, here's a shout-out to the uh, new employee. We'll have to get a nickname for her who opened up perfectly today. Do we have a funny story from the beer mine this week, Damon? Well, let's hear it. Place on, took place on Wednesday about 2.20 this Young punk comes driving through in this souped-up Honda Civic, which is always funny in itself. It's a Honda Civic, dude. <laughs> anyway, he immediately pisses me off by price-checking almost every 24-ounce can of beer that we have. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm irritated. You want a price check, go to the grocery store, as we say. Anyway, he settles on a – oh, and J-Man. I see he has a $5 bill and two $1 bills in his hand. Uh-huh. Said, I'll take that Coors Light. How much is that? And I said, two thirteen. He said, you got 13 cents? I said, what? You got a $5 bill in your hand? I don't want to break it. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I said, well, I don't have 13 cents. And he says, oh, God, I'll go ahead and... I'll go ahead and get that anyway. Give me that course line. So as I always do, people piss me off. I don't care if they look like they're 80. Hey, you got an ID? Hey, he pats himself down, J-Man, pats himself down. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. No, I don't have it on me, for gosh sakes. So well, I can't sell it to you. He said, I do have this. And he pulls up his sleeve on his left arm, and there on his wrist, tattooed in black, is the year 1995. Uh-huh. There you go. 
There you go. There's 21. Proof. 21. Or is he? 2000. 2016 minus 1,995, 21. Yeah, considering the month. Yeah. Well, you know, that's details. I mean, if he was going to try to pull that, he should have put the month and the day on it. Yeah, he didn't. Mm -hmm. So he didn't even do this in, uh, this wasn't even done in uh, Roman numerals? No. Like Which I've seen before. No, this was in regular right. American uh, numerals. You know, he was being ironic going with regular American numbers. Yeah. So I sent him on his way. Yeah. Well, okay then. <laughs> and then Friday you could tell Halloween was draw, drawing nine, drawing nigh. All the evil people started coming out Friday, J-Man. Hmm. Evil people in back one? Yeah, there's evil people here. I didn't know it myself, but they all come out on Halloween. This lady came through about 4.20 on Friday. Wants two liter of Pepsi. So that'll be 2.41. Yeah. Hey, they're cold, though, J-Man. They're cold. We got to pay for that electric. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. Sure. So yeah, you knew where I was going with that when you. I was going to say oh, it's a yeah. pricey, but. <laughs> so she gave me a fifty for a two dollar and forty one cent two liter bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> oh boy. A fifty. So what is it? Not. I mean, yeah. I mean, who carries a fifty dollar bill? You carry twenties. You carry hundies, but not fifties. Well, I'll tell you what. Here, here, here we go, Jamie. And I gave her back forty-seven fifty-nine. I think that's what it was. That should be it. Two twenties, five, two ones, and her whatever change. Can I get change for these two twenties? I said no, not right now. I don't have a lot of change. Which J-Man was not a lie. Uh-huh. No. Well, she as long as it's not she, a lie, then. Why well, wouldn't anyway? We're not a bank. We're a drive-through. <laughs> I, said, I said no I can't right now and she drove away cussing me out <laughs> well it's not well you're not completely I mean that's that's happened enough times that it really doesn't bother you too much right <laughs> well no it didn't bother me I chuckled but it was still hurtful <laughs> you know I tried to mask yeah. it by my laughter Right. Yeah, smile that masks the pain. Yeah. And then she was quickly followed by this car with three people in it, two two guys and a woman whose collective age was probably about 246 years old. And the uh-huh. lady driving, I mean, there was two walkers in the car. It was kind of surreal, kind of Halloweenish. And the uh, lady driving the car said, can I get three Diet Cokes, caffeine-free? And then she snapped at me before I could even answer it. She said, are they cold? I said, well, they're cold, but we don't have any caffeine. I said, they're cold, but we don't have any caffeine-free Diet Coke. What? Why not? And then she drove off. Oh, my God. 
You mean you don't offer to take the caffeine out for him? No, we don't. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh. So. There you have it. I know. Man. Brutal to me. Brutal. Yeah. Tough. Tough week. People yeah. calling your name. Being mean yeah. to you. I don't know how you deal with it. I'd probably go home and just sit there and cry every day. Now, of course, I'm a pretty yeah, sensitive guy. So. Oh, I know you are very sensitive. Yeah. yeah, I just cracked open an extra monster absolute zero. I'll show them. What? So that was my week. How what's the hell a, was your week, Jamie? What's an, well, I want to know what an absolute zero is. What do they mean by that? No carbs, no calories, no sugar. Just caffeine? Oh, there's a shit ton of caffeine in it. Yeah. Caffeine, potassium, yeah. B12, B whatever. Ooh, the B12. There you go. Yeah, and it, la- it allows me to be whatever. Fire. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. Well, you anyway, know, I was just wondering because that seems a little odd. That kind of an oxymoron there, the absolute zero. <laughs> it is. I never thought of it that way. Very good. Well, that's not true. The temperature in like negative 454 absolute zero. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying though is like Coke zero means zero caffeine, zero sugar. So, but the at the monster zero just means. Zero anything but caffeine and B12. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coke doesn't have a right to determine what absolute is. Well, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. I mean, Monster can do what they want, even if it is confusing. <laughs> Which is kind of even more ironic, J-Man, because Monster is now owned by Coke. Oh, my God. We're going to have go. to do a little deeper digging into this and... Ask Coke what the hell's going on with their definition of absolute. <laughs> That's right. And zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. A different definition of each, depending on the product, that's going to be a problem. That is. <laughs> we'll demand answers right. at some point. Or, or right. Yes, we will. We'll get around to that sometime. We're Maybe we right could now. call the FDA. We could call the FDA again, J-Man. We'll have them And ask them if they have a definition of absolute zero. Exactly. That the uh, beverage manufacturers have to follow. Yes. Okay. Just took a sip of my Pepsi, which is not a Pepsi Zero. It's a Pepsi everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So how was your week? I I went and voted this week, Matt. Oh, that's right. Early voting started last Monday, and uh, I went down there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what I saw, Matt? What did you see? I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Really? He was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> anyway, it was it was uh, it was it was busy, busy as hell. We've been oh man, early voting's been going gangbusters down here. Mm-hmm. But uh, and they're doing they're voting down at the old Vision Video, you know, kind of catty corner from uh, the old junior high, uh-huh. across from where Harold Bakery used to be. In the same building where the yeah. Rocket restaurant was back in the day, in case you might wonder. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I went down there and uh, and but they have like sixteen voting machines. Uh huh. So it's going they're going pretty fast, and we don't have a complicated ballot. We're not one of these states with like you know twenty five or thirty referred questions to the people. We only have about three yeah. or four, you know, amendments on the ballot. So. It's easy enough to do. And uh, so standing there in line, there's an older couple in front of me. God, old people love to vote, man. They do. They are are into it. But uh, Uh there's an older couple there in front of me. And uh, the lady has a a walker. And one of the the poll worker people there says uh, that since she has a walker, they were going to move her to the up, up front. And as soon as one of the two machines that has uh, has a chair designed for people to sit while they're voting is open, she'll go, you know, to that machine. Very nice mm-hmm. of them to do that. And yeah. her husband says, well, "Why don't you go have a chair at all the machines?" <laughs> Fair question. And the lady says, "Well, some political scientist one time." determined that if people are sitting while they're voting, they take a whole lot longer to vote. Well, sure. And it slows the process down a lot, right? And I I then said to him, I said to him, they ran the numbers on that and decided against it. And he says, you know, they run the numbers on a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, they do. I hate uh, those damn number (laughs) runners. Yeah. Big data is taking over. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm more ups- I'm more upset and outraged that uh, an old woman with a walker got preferential treatment and getting moved up to the front of the line. Yeah, I mean, I sure hope she's not voting libertarian. <laughs> After that, that a little display. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. <laughs> So anyway, then the you know, line moved right on through, and I got in there and I got my vote on, and mm-hmm. no through. <laughs> and of course, you know, and this is really the biggest problem with America. We, we always talk about what America's problem is, but America's real problem is, is that I start voting and I get to the local people, like the you know, uh-huh. aldermen and city council and uh-huh. constable, and I'm looking at the machine going, who the hell are these people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of them because you know we only pay attention to the national races. We don't pay attention yeah. to the local stuff. No, I used to. I used to be a big local politics guy, but now it's just national. I don't even pay attention much to the state because they're all losers here in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I assume that I dislike everybody running locally, so it didn't really matter who I voted for or against or whatever. But then I've left – I left the U.S. congressman 
blank because it's that our sitting congressman who I can't stand and uh, somebody running on the libertarian ticket. So I left it blank and that machine got mad at me. Did it really? Oh, yes. I cl- I just went ahead and tapped next and a little thing came up with a big exclamation point and told me that I had, I did not complete my vote on the previous page. Uh-oh. I was, I'm surprised they didn't have a little gif at the bottom of, you know, somebody wagging a finger at me or something. <laughs> Did you talk back to it? <laughs> I flipped it off and clicked next. Anyway, Good man. Yeah. Not going to have some machine tell me what to do. I got, I see your wagging finger and raise my middle one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. So then after I got done voting, I went over to the uh, to the absentee counter and grabbed the J-Mom's absentee ballot. I could take it to her. She could get her yeah. vote action on. Yeah. That was sweet of you. Participate in this great American democracy that we uh-huh. have. Yeah. And so she voted, and then I took it back on Friday and gave it to them. It's all very easy. I don't know why so many states make it so difficult and complicated to yeah, vote. It's not hard. Actually, I do know why they do it, but I'm just saying that <laughs> <laughs> it can be made quite easy if they want. So did you vote for Hillary, or are you keeping that secret until Election Day? I, As a member of the media, I believe I have to uh, maintain my uh, oh, objectivity. That's true. Good through point. the election, right? And then, uh, so maybe after election day, I can uh, I can let people know, which is also a great way of just waiting to find out who wins and claim that yeah, I voted for them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. me. <laughs> well, I look at this election in two ways, Jay. Man, oh boy, if Hillary wins. I think it's not good for America, but it's stable for America. No lunatic in the Oval Office. Well, less of a lunatic in in the office. Well, yeah. However, if Trump wins, it might not be good for America, but it will be great for IWS Radio. So, (laughs) you know... That's probably true. Yeah, and the uh, and the guy and I never can remember his name. The guy who does all the impressions that's on uh, ESPN all the time. Oh yeah, they got him. That guy is uh, does a great Trump impression. So, <laughs> uh, Frank something, Caliendo. Oh, Frank Caliendo. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does a pretty pretty darn good for, uh, Trump impression. So, uh, should Trump win, we'll at least have that going for us. Although he did point out that uh, it that it didn't really matter whether Trump won or not for his impression, because you know we can all see Trump on November nine, you know, on Twitter going bonkers anyway. So, <laughs> you know, it's still going to be relevant enough for that. <laughs> and Alec Baldwin will have a four year gig on SNL. At- should Trump win? Yeah, and we want to keep we want to keep Alec Baldwin gainfully employed, right? Sure. On the other hand, 
if Hillary wins, Kate McKinnon has a great job yep. for, for another yeah. four years. I mean, she can't do Ellen every week, right? <laughs> That's right. Excellent. Excellent point. All right. I think we settled that somehow, somewhere I think we in did. there. And uh, Nick Doris will have his update for folks. Oh, yeah. Or do you want to do that right now since we're talking about it? We may as well. We can do that and then move on to uh, scary stuff. Our chat room. Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. get real quick. Let's check in with our our uh, chief political correspondent, uh, Mick Doris, who has an update on the uh, his uh, election model that he's been running. <laughs> See where things stand now. Hell again, sports fans. Mick Doris back with another look at the state of the presidential race. Events of this past week have thrown the campaign into complete chaos. After Friday's devastating news, Donald Trump's once insurmountable lead has evaporated. My model has been run another 1.72 billion times and finds this race at a dead heat. I have Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton tied at 44%. Jill Stein has begun to fade a bit and is now at 12% with Gary Johnson and even Mac Mullen both at 9%. In the electoral race again it is tied. I have Trump and Clinton both at 192 electoral votes with Jill Stein now still at 11 the biggest shock is that I now have 14 states as a toss-up. States like Vermont, West Virginia, Minnesota plus all of the other battleground states are a dead heat. It looks like the final week is going to be a wild ride. Don't worry though, I will be here to keep you updated. Well, okay then. <laughs> that's weird. That's guy. weird that That's weird that his his model found the FBI email news on Friday to be bad for Trump. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. I think a bit of a contrarian there. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, there we go, folks. Nick Doris has it. And by the and way, J-Man. Keep an eye, keep an eye on IWSradio.com as uh, Nick Doris uh, we'll be updating that race through the final week here and there. Ooh, excellent. Keep you apprised how things are going. And by the way, Jay, man, I wanted to point out to you that the, uh, that Mick Doris is now the new favorite IWS personality. <laughs> oh, really? I have the live studio on and shit. Oh, well, well, he might uh, stay around. He is a numbers guy. He can he can give you numbers on all kinds of stuff. Of course, knowing Mick Doris and his history, if he sees the live studio audience, <laughs> he might want to do dirty things to her. He would, well, he de- yeah, he would. He, he's a bit of a horn dog. Yeah. So we have to be careful about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Mick is, you are uh, fascinated with sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, I don't know, Matt. Why don't uh, why don't we check out the chat room? What do you say? Okay, hold on, Jay, man. Since you brought up Newt's oh, little fascinated oh, sure. with sex thing, let's get this last political thing out of the way. 
and okay. um, then we'll then we'll get into that. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is Megan Kelly and Newt Gingrich mm-hmm. talking about who's fascinated with sex. I think we'll find out during this audio who is actually fascinated with sex. When you want to go back and to the did. tapes of your show recently, you are fascinated with sex. Do you want to comment on whether the Clinton ticket has a relationship to a sexual predator? I will no, tell you I the I just want to hear you use the words. I want to hear you words, Bill Clinton sexual predator. I dare you. Say Bill Clinton sexual predator. Say Bill Clinton sexual predator. Say Bill Clinton sexual predator. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. What a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was interesting. He said one thing. He kind of he kind of gave the, the jig away a little there, because he said we went back through tapes of your show. He's kind of admitting that they're like obsessed with Megyn Kelly, and they're exactly they have this whole vault of uh, Megyn Kelly tapes, and I'm sure they're probably watching watching those tapes alone late at night. With the his, audio mm-hmm. off. Yeah, with his loose-fitting sweats on. Uh-huh. <laughs> While oh Callista God. sleeps in the other uh-huh. room. Yeah. All right, then. All right. So, yeah, Newt, uh, Newt Gingrich is... Uh, Thinks other people are obsessed with sex. That's that's a pretty good one, Newt. That is. That's a good one. <clears throat> so, J-Man, how's that Halloween chat room looking today? Crowded. It's looking pretty crowded. Let me go check cool. if I go to a different window. Oh. <laughs> Well, there's a bunch of guests in there, quite a few guests, hanging out, sitting around, taking it easy. Sure. Not participating in the chat room or anything because, well, they can't because they're guests. Right. Yeah, it's all very unfortunate. But BTR I wish there was a way guests. that they could participate. Uh, pretty outright. Oh, wait. There is a way, Matt. It is possible. Really? Yes. All you all you have to do, guess, if you'd like to participate in the chat room, is go and register at blogtalkradio.com. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Yes. How about that action? That's awesome. You can sign in through your Twitter or your Facebook account if you want. All right. And, of course, we do need to uh, mention that there are God knows how many people all over the world listening on their mobile devices, right oh, now, their yeah. iPhones, their iPads, their Androids, what have you. <clears throat> and uh, sure. those people could all also, you know, join the chat room or call into the show or stuff like that. Yep. So, so in they addition to call those in on the Halloween hotline at 661-244-9852. Continue, J-Man. No, I don't know. In addition to the uh, wonderful guests we have in the chat room, we have a few of our regular folk here. And there's nobody more regular 
than our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, hanging out with us. Who is the man bringing the cheese to our land? Bobby. Right on. Who makes us feel better when he whips out his sharp cheddar? Bobby. What a monster. Here's the man with his curves and way in hand. Bobby. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love the beat. And Bobby, the, yeah, and the chat room, he mentions that he's fairly regular. It's not really totally <laughs> regular, just somewhat regular. Yeah. <laughs> also in the in the chat room, probably drinking a little Thunder Dew, as it is past noon now, so it's acceptable. Uh, sure. Our buddy from the Bumcast over there. Well, you can get yes. it at slash bum one bob. It is bumming with Bobcat in the chat room. B U M W I N E B O B C A T. Meow. And he's got tonight, he has. Uh, Sky? Kalina Sky? Kalina? Who the hell? What the hell's her Kalina? name? Bob. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Looking like it's going to be a good time tonight sure. on the Bumcast. So everybody want to check that out. It's at 11 p.m. Eastern time on yes. the network. So, who else we got here? Let's see. Oh, well, here we go. He's pretty much a regular. Somebody's around all yeah. the time because we like him. Our senior foreign correspondent, Mr. Guy on your dick, is here. Guy, Matt Man, Guy on your dick here, coming to you live from the RWS Radio chat room. And now I'm tossing it back to you guys in the studio. I bet guy loves Halloween. Loves what? Halloween? I bet he loves Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he gets freaky he just on dresses Halloween. Up in a better suit. <laughs> yeah. So, let's see. Also in the chat, well, there's somebody missing from the chat room. That's why I'm all discombobulated here. Ah. But anyway, maybe he'll show up after a while. Yeah, maybe he's probably. In church. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Church service is running a little long this morning. But anyway, in the chat room, calm, cool, collected, and quiet, minding her yeah. own business. Miss Sue CM is here with us. Miss Susie CM. Well, Susie C.M. Well, Susie C.M., baby, where you been, Susie C.M.? Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. 
Susan, I bet she'd look sexy dressed up as a vampire. Ooh, yeah. 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 High, high leather boots. Cape. Yeah. 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 And speaking of sexy. Oh, oh, baby. You know it. In the chat room, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Our Canadian Bureau Chief. Freezing into hammer. Let's see. Number 14 on your scorecard. Number one in your heart. Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. Jamie Maple Leaf. Freezing naked neath the sheets. Jamie. got to the bathroom, I let out one heck of a belch. I feel so much better. Blame it on the gas. Let's blame Jamie's mood on the gas. There you on go. the gas. On the gas. All right. Well, you know, it does take a handful. She was quite the handful oh, during show prep this week, Jamie. Yeah. Sometimes she's just a little too much woman for us. Yes, sometimes. That's hot. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, then. All right. That is the chat room. That is the chat room, and it's a great chat room. It is. That's probably the best chat room on all of Block Talk Radio. I can't imagine somebody having a better chat room than ours. No. Nice. Got nice plush seating, carpeted. Sure. Free, yeah. free bottles of water over there in the cooler. Yeah. No bad seat in the house. <laughs> a little, you know, a little cardboard, a little piece of cardboard with a stick on it, and it says, "I'm an IWS fan." That you can fan yourself with. Uh huh. <laughs> it gets a little warm. <laughs> Actually, the uh, fans just have either your face on it or mine. That's what they say. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. I'll have to look into pricing for those. <laughs> yeah, either either our faces or just the IWS fan. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Brilliant. All right then. That was a witty fun time right there. That was uh, was not bad. That was the witty banter, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. Yeah. That was above average witty banter. Our state sponsor is going to be happy with the witty banter this weekend. Who is that state sponsor, Matt? Well, J-Man and ladies and gentlemen, the state sponsor of this week's Halloween witty banter is none other than the haunted state, the Pelican State, the great state of Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, great, great place. Very haunted state, or so I've mm-hmm. heard. Sure. So why don't, you, why don't you lay a few of these on us, Matt? Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. 
It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Well, J-Man and everyone, as you, as you may know, most of you know, the capital is, of course, Baton Rouge. Right, Baton Rouge, yes. Which means breadstick. And did you know <laughs> that Baton Rouge is home to the to the tallest state capitol building in the United States? I did not know that. Yep, four hundred and fifty four feet, thirty four floors. Wow. I know. If I'm Texas, if I'm Texas, I'm I'm uh, making a plan. Here <laughs> to make my oh bigger. yeah Texas, so. Texas I had a great big huge cross to the top of mine and bam <laughs> exactly <Bigger>. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> J man why all the other states in the United States have counties of course Louisiana has parishes yes they do got to be different down there. Well, it's all because the Spanish owned the Spanish owned Louisiana, and then the French, and then we took them over, and they still wanted to call them parishes, as references to the Roman Catholicism of both Spain and France. Right. Well, I mean, but Spain and France owned another big chunk, and nobody else uses parishes. Well. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> that's the only that's the only reason I could get glean from the internet. Okay. No, it's probably true. It's probably true. Well yeah, that's where it came from, but yeah, okay. Louisiana in their laws still invokes the Napoleonic Code of Law code of law. Oh really? What is that? I don't know exactly, but I knew that, and I heard that. I don't know exactly what it means, oh. but uh, that's what I read. So, oh. well, Louisiana is, is very different, very different place. It is very different, and J-Man, keeping with Halloween, it is also very haunted. Shazam! I know. Here's a few of the haunted places. And then I'll come back to one very important fun fact. Here's here's one. The Crying Woman of Grady Hill. It's a little building in Zwoll. Zwoll. Zwoll? Zwoll. Actually haunts the area. She haunts, yeah, she haunts the area between many Louisiana and by many, I mean M-A-N-Y, and Zwolle, Louisiana, Z-W-O-L-L-E. Fascinating. And the woman, the crying woman of Grady Hill cries when a woman's baby has been stolen. Yeah. So she doesn't she does cry that often then. No, not very. Well, I don't know how many babies are stolen in Louisiana. It could be a lot. I don't know. 
Louisiana is a weird place. Then we have the tomb of Marie Laveau, voodoo queen of Nolens. Rumor has Uh it, everyone, that Laveau would grant wishes if you drew an X on the tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, and yell out your wish. If it was granted, they would return to the tomb, and the X had been circled. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fascinating. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, here you go, J-Man. You'll like this one. Sure Gilbs will. Land, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, Gilbs Land, Louisiana. The Bonnie and Clyde ambush site. Yeah. Legend, nice. legend says that on a full moon, you can hear gunfire. Oh, and can you hear somebody saying, I'm that? a cop and you will respect my authority. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the last one I picked out. It's pretty interesting. It's called Myrtle's Plantation. It's known as one of America's most haunted homes. The plantation is said to be haunted by individuals who had to endure endure slavery. Many have reported capturing photographs of former slaves while around the plantation. And there's some pictures there, and it is kind of creepy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, whether photoshopped or not, so, you can see some children in the drapes. You, yeah. So you, if you're staying there in the middle of the night, you might hear this. Yeah. Yes. And, J-Man, I'll tell you what. I was saving one little interesting fun fact for you because it concerns me. Should I ever want to go down to Louisiana <laughs> and take a little haunted house tour and enjoy Louisiana uh-huh. culture? Did you know, J-Man, that biting in Louisiana, biting people with natural teeth is considered simple assault. However, if you bite bite them with false teeth, <laughs> it's considered aggravated assault. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to keep that in mind shall I ever go down there. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's... I, I, actually, I have no explanation for that. <laughs> I don't either, but it goes. it probably goes back to that Napoleonic code of law that they still reference. Yeah, I got some Napoleon thing about it. Yes. So there you have it. Some fun facts about like Louisiana. Lots of cool stuff. What a place. What a great state. Oh, Louisiana. Heck yeah. yeah. Great people. Great food. I mean, if you don't, if you don't watch and prepare it, great food. If you watch and prepare it, you're like, what the hell? Oh yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> and of course, lots and lots of great music. I mean, great, great music. They have great music down there, Jamin. They do, and it's really hard to choose something because I mean, they have, I mean, music from uh, uh, big band music all the way through Zydeco. Just everything. Got your country music, Tim McGraw from Louisiana. I hate country music. Mm. 
got your uh, jazz. Like I said, you got your Cajun music and your Zydeco and your bluegrass and a little bit of everything. Some yep. of the greats of all time. And, uh, you know, normally I, I shy away from the greats and I go, you know, more obscure. But Louisiana is just so, you know, ah, it's just too much to weed through. So here is the late, great Bats Domino walking to New Orleans. This time I'm walking to New Orleans I'm walking to New Orleans I'm gonna need to parachute When I get through walking these blues When I get back to New Orleans I've got my suitcase in my hand I'm going back home to stay. Yes, I'm walking to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do have to say that the first time I listened to that song, I was wondering why he was going to need a parachute. And then I realized he <laughs> said no parachutes. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> love the late, great Fats Domino. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So there All we go, right. folks. Excellent. Rolling. Yeah, remember Let's remember how it. we were going to go through that a lot quicker this week? Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Things happen. Things happen. I'll tell you what, so Jimmy, it's, man. It's, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, we went a little over on that portion. So let's just hop right into the Halloween thing. And what better way to kick off the Halloween season than having a little invocation chant by one Reverend James. Sure. That'll get us going. Whom we had on our show back in 2013, the high priest of the Wiccan Council in West Virginia, which which is kind of funny. I didn't know. West by God, Virginia was a breeding ground for Wiccans. Mm-hmm. However, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah, you do. Invocate us, Reverend James. Take it away. Fala Natina, Hura, da Hura, me. Fala Natina, Hura, Donna, me. Sula, da Hura, me. Hura, da Donna, me. Sula, da Hura, me. Hura, Donna, me. Hura, mina, Faramina, Hala, mina, Halo. Hura, mina, Terra, mina, Hala, Malago. Huramina, Terramina, Falamina, Halo, Huramina, Terramina, Hala, Mala, go. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can feel the energy coursing through my body just then. I know. I have no idea what what they're really talking about there, but still. That's because they're secretive. They don't want you to. Secret society. Kind of like the... uh, Masons, Lodge <laughs> people <laughs> got a secret handshake and a bunch of little chants they break out into at any moment. And like you said, in show prep, he could have made that up, and we wouldn't have known, would we? 
<laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> he was a fun guest, though. He was from back in 2013. He was a fun guest. Uh, originally yeah. from Bagwan, Ohio. Yeah, and I thought we kind of, it seems to me we kind of talked about the possibility of him being a regular Halloween guest. And, well, that kind of <laughs> went by the wayside, but what? we still like the man. Still a great guy. Oh, yeah. Sure. There you have it. I hope everyone learned a lot. Halloweenish now. Yeah, he's out there. He's got his uh, probably got his big cauldron set up in the backyard. Probably does. He's probably got his big uh, big uh, burlap cape or whatever it is they call it. You know, got it dry cleaned. Yes, he does. Dry clean. Looking spiffy. Uh huh. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe got some fresh goat's blood or something like that. I don't know if they use that. Yeah, goat's blood and tree bark, kind of simmering in the tree cauldron. Bark. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little salt Making pepper. Making a little Mother Earth <laughs> stew. <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> I wonder what he's handing out to the little beggars on Halloween. <laughs> Hope it's not Barley. curses. <laughs> Hope he doesn't lay a curse on everyone. A lute. I bet he plays a lute, J-Man, <laughs> not a guitar, a lute. Kind of troubadourish looking, sitting there stroking his lute. <laughs> well, you know, there's another. Uh, there is one big uh, Halloween tradition that we follow here at yes, IWS Radio. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how many years in a row we've done it now, but it is the big one, and we love it, and the fans love it. And so, of course, we're going to do it again this year as we near the top of the hour, but it's a rather long audio, so it will kind of cross the top of the hour for us. Yes. So here, probably from, what was it, 2012, 2011, when we first did it, 2012? One of the two, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, the uh, IWS players with our rendition of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. There's some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember. It was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished for morrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's secrease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. 
and the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, that it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, I said, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That I scare was sure I heard you. Here I opened the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortals ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, something louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thread it is, and the mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind. And nothing more. Open here I flung that sutter when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a saintly raven, a saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance he made, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of Lord or Lady. Perched above my chamber door, perched upon the bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum, the countenance it wore. Though my crest be thorn and saving now, I said. Art, sir, no craven, ghastly grim, an ancient raven, wandering from the nightly sword? Tell me what the lordly name is on the night's plutonian sword, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door with such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on that placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, 
till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before, quote the bird, nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling. Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. Thus I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated over, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating over, she shall press. And nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by a seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepathy from my memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff, this kind nepathy, and forget this lost Lenore. Quote the raven, nevermore. Yeah, he said that. Hey, hey, hey. prophet, I said, thing of evil, prophet, still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate, Yet undaunted on the desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there a balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, I said, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lenore, Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. 
Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart. And take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's. That is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted, shall be lifted nevermore. All right, then. That's good Outstanding. Stuff right Sandy, yes. and you know, I tell you what, uh, you know, it's not my style to uh, pat myself on the back or anything, but uh, I thought I cleaned that audio up pretty nicely. It's beautiful. It's an TV. old audio. It's an old yeah, audio, yeah. and uh, you know, we did, we weren't the uh, audio experts no. back in the day, like like we like not like we are now. You know, we weren't you know real yeah. professionals. So sounds pretty good on YouTube bit. too. Yeah. Does it? Is it on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's on YouTube. Oh, well, that good. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know you didn't know that. I would have told you. I forgot. I actually forgot. I I'm probably the one who put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, well, I'll right put that there. on the – I'll post it on Facebook on Monday or something, I guess, then. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, yeah. Excellent job, buddy, IWS Radio. That was Who all do we have in there? We had Stubby, Stubby Stonehenge, Malcolm Eckstein. Who else we got in there, J-Man? Let's see. We had uh, 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 yeah, our, our, our former traffic correspondent, Dusty Rhodes or whatever his name was. Yeah, I'm I glad I had that anything. muted when the phone came on because that's pretty funny right there. Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, of course, Kirk Douglas, our yeah. former uh, weatherman. Uh-huh. Paul Pyatt. Was there. Oh, yeah. Paul Pyatt was on there. Oh, yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Your... Jamie Maple Leaf, of course. And, of course, yes. Jamie Maple Leaf there, making it all better, bringing charm and sophistication. And one other, I believe, J-Man. Who might that be? Dixie Ozark. Dixie Ozark was there. Oh, yeah. Golly. She's about had it with us, hadn't she? She's not there anymore. She's right there? No. Oh, no, Dixie, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dixie, yeah, we've worn a little thin on Dixie. I think more accurately, she's worn a little thin on us. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Got a little. Oh, God, take that back for me if she listens to this. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Luckily, she won't, probably won't listen, and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah. 
I found that people who have to put up with us most of the time don't necessarily listen to the show that much. Yeah. And as you said, yeah. we do wear thin on them, as evidenced yeah. by Thursday's <clears throat> show prep. Yeah. Well, that was really good. That's always fun. Doing all that. Yeah. yeah I, I think we ought to do something like that. I think we ought to do something like that like every week. Because I, I mean, oh my God. It, it's fun. It's it's entertaining. It's good radio. It gives me a chance to like go to the bathroom, check my email, check Facebook. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> Watch a little no, football. I made a, ham, <laughs> I made a ham sandwich and ordered a pizza while that was playing. <laughs> exactly. Just open up a new tab and, you know, do a little internet surfing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, we got lots more, so we better get busy. I know. We need to get busy. And um, how about this, Jay, man? We'll kick it off with a little comedy. And I use that in air quotes. Let's lighten this joint mm-hmm. up after that <laughs> Raven poem. Hey, Phil Diller, bring something to us. Bring something to the Halloween table, would you? Ladies and gentlemen, Tickles of Terror with Phil Diller. Haima Lima. For Halloween, I'm going to write the word life on a plain white t-shirt and hand out lemons to strangers. <laughs> How do rednecks celebrate Halloween? They pump their tin. <laughs> this Halloween, the only candy I'm interested in swings from a pole and has daddy issues. Ha! Lima! <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the scare lines are open. The spook lines. The scare lines are open at six six one two four four nine eight five two. Because we're going to get oh, into not only daddy issues but candy issues. Sure, call us up and tell us what you're to the little kids, or uh, yeah. what you're hoping to get when you go trick or treating tonight. Or tell us a ghost story. Yes. So, Matt Man. Yes, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask you. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I dance with the devil every freaking day here. Oh, boy. You didn't hear me say that, folks. She doesn't think I know. (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. Right. Let's see. Oh, well, you know what we need to do? 
there is a oh, uh, we, we you know here we're sitting here celebrating Halloween talking about how great it is you know handing out the candy and I have the Halloween oh, sure. parties and the costumes and everything uh-huh. there there are people out there who uh, disagree with us on this get out of here why yep well they happen to be very devout Christians and they don't find Halloween uh, humorous or funny or anything like that at all. Very and of course, our very own Reverend Moneymaker is here to tell us all about it. Oh, well. Hello again, friends and frenemies. Reverend Moneymaker here for IWS Radio for the first time in quite a while. So let's talk about Halloween. Halloween, as we know it, began over 1900 years ago in England, Ireland, and northern France. The Celtic Druids revered it as the biggest holiday of the year and emphasized that day as the time when the souls of the dead could mingle with the living. Is Halloween uplifting? Is it pure? Is it lovely, praiseworthy, or good? No. Halloween is not based on godly things, such as the idea of peace, freedom, salvation. But instead, it brings to mind feelings of fear, Obsession, bondage, and even sex. Additionally, the Bible does not sanction witchcraft, witches, or sorcery. Oh no, the Bible makes it clear that these practices are an an abomination to the Lord. The Bible goes on to say in Leviticus 20.27 that anyone who practiced witchcraft, soothsaying, or sorcery should be killed. Dead. Additionally, Ephesians 5.11 and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather expose them. Halloween was not exposed for the church for what it was, but was rather incorporated into church holy day. God would never, ever tolerate this. I don't believe any good Christian should be celebrating Halloween. This holiday must be stopped It is the work of the devil. IWS Radio. Dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Yeah, well, that's a solid, uh, you know, makes a solid argument. Yeah, I guess. He can lighten yeah. up a little. 
Maybe could. <laughs> well, you know, can't expect that from a a reverend. They're pretty uptight. They are. Some they're not into. They're not into fun. They're not into fun, exciting stuff. No. What they especially worry about for Halloween is. text them into click this one when there is no more room in hell the dead will walk the earth hmm. yeah that'd be kind of scary <laughs> I think there's a TV I think there's a rather popular TV show about that on every Sunday night on AMC that absolutely floods my Facebook timeline every week for people posting about it. Would that be The Walking Dead, J-Man? It would be. I'm sure it's a great show. Yeah. But wow. Goodness. Can't quite get away from it. It's still on, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I guess this is the final season for it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, and here's what I want everyone in our listening audience to do, including you, J-Man, because I'm going to do it. A mutual friend of ours, J-Man, one Nurse Sherry, she hates to be interrupted during The Walking Dead. I would like you all to go to her Facebook page, because she has said this on Facebook, don't talk to me when The Walking Dead is on. Please go to her Facebook page page tonight. What's it start? Eight o'clock? Yeah. That's not, yeah. Eight o'clock Eastern? That's not right? Yeah. Nine yeah. o'clock Eastern. Check your local listings. Yeah, check your local listings. Go to her Facebook page and say, Happy Halloween. Are you watching The Walking Dead? That would be Sherry Martin Walden. So, <laughs> and ask her if she's walking. I'll send her a face send her a message through Messenger on Facebook. It'd be awesome. Right. Maybe send her a little uh, a sticker or a gif. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's what I think I'll do tonight. That's a good idea. As those yes, phone should. lines are still open. Phone lines are As still open. As they always are. 661-244-9852. Yep. You know, unlike Reverend Moneymaker... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that uh, somebody wants to talk to us. Ooh, oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it, there we go. 289, you're with stupid. Hi, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Oh, uh, Yeah. The Jaminator. Jamie Lucius. I forgot how great that Raven thing was. I know. It's awesome. Last year. Yeah, I like it. Best thing you've ever done. Yeah. After you heard it, Jamie, did you say this? Oh, man. Make me cream my jeans. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. I'm going to get you. (laughs) (laughs) 
case everyone missed it, I'll play it again. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> my jeans. <laughs> you take everything I say during show prep out of context. How is that out of context? I don't know. It just sounded good when I said it. Oh, yes, it did. <laughs> So are you handing out uh, candy to the little beggars? No, we don't do that in our building. We used to when oh. we had different superintendents, but we don't now. Is your new superintendent no, it... Reverend Moneymaker? No, <laughs> we actually don't have a new superintendent as of today. We are waiting. I think our building was was sold. So oh. all the uh, tenants Ooh. are sort of in the dark, but something's been going on. And the superintendent oh. that we had just just left a little while ago to go live in a different city. So I don't know what's going to happen. Did he go so to the Anarchy. To hand out candy. I don't know. Anarchy. Brazen lawlessness. I know. It's crazy. Anything could happen now. We don't know what's going to happen. Out of control. Yep. There are machines in the laundry room that are out of order that need to be repaired. Oh, boy. And do you go down there and point at me and go, You're out of order. You're out of order. Like Al Pacino? (laughs) Or Oprah? You get a car and you get a car. (laughs) They're probably out of order because someone, probably someone stuck a American quarter in the laundry machine. Oh, it doesn't take American quarters. I know, just like here. They don't, don't take, take Canadian. Maybe Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody stuffed a big wool blanket down into it and turned it on and left it and it got, you know <laughs> out of balance. And then it went <laughs> and it and it burned up. <laughs> maybe so. Who knows? But anyways, I guess it'll all get sorted out eventually. Yeah, that's what you do with laundry. You sort it. What? <laughs> that's right. Oh, you're clever. See what I did there, Jamie? I see it. Now I. Hey, we have breaking I, news. We, oh. We, we have breaking mm-hmm. news, you guys. The uh, place kicker for the Washington racial slurs. Just pull hooked a chip shot field goal wide left with oh. two minutes remaining overtime. And the game remains 27. Oh, boy. Well, I don't like so we that. Are on our I, picked, I picked the Redskins. Oh. oh, dear. That's what you get for picking them. Hey, who yeah. did, he, pick, he, he did you guys pick in the Jets-Browns game? That was a hard choice. Yeah. yeah I took the I think Jets. I took the Jets. I think I did too. Yeah. Browns are all yeah. over them early. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that means the Browns will probably win now. So, what are you guys giving out for Halloween? Are you guys giving out Halloween candy? We don't do that here. Not in our building. Yeah. I mean, in the palatial digs. You know, because yeah. it's all gated and supervised. Right, of course. 
What about yeah. you, Jay? No, it's, yeah, the building to secure to keep, you know, a certain element out. Yes. <laughs> well, that means that no, makes I don't. three of us then. Yeah, I don't, uh, we don't hand them out here. I would, well, I did one year, but then the next year, this was many years ago, and uh-huh. uh, we got a lot of, a lot of uh, trick-or-treaters. And then the next year we got, like, way less, and then since then we've gotten very, very few. So it's not, it's not worth it, because I end up having to eat all the candy. Oh, that's the part I like. See, I, I we buy the candy, but we don't hand it out. We just give it. <laughs> we eat it ourselves. Right. Which is uh, what I wanted to complain about. The cost of candy has skyrocketed, but if you've noticed, the portion size are smaller now. Mm, that is an and outrage. It's outrageous. Like the peanut butter cups are so small. They're my favorite Reese's peanut butter cups, and they're so small oh. now. It's outrageous. Hmm. Terrible. But you know what? An outrage. In fairness, and I hate to be, you know, I hate to be that guy who does this, but in fairness, weren't you guys warned about this if you voted for Justin Trudeau? No. <laughs> this would happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, J Man, don't you mean? President Trudeau. Yes. President Trudeau, yes. The worst president in Canada's history. <laughs> According Speak to Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Now, I called in a little that's, early. That's, because president, that's, that's soon to be President Donald Trump to you. No, uh-huh. it's not. Well, I'm with well, her. I'm with her. Now, I called in a little early as a preventative measure to stop to stop you from playing the the audio that you threatened that you would play. I believe you called it the mausoleum of menopause. Yeah. You're not going to play it, are you? Ladies and gentlemen, nice segue, Jamie. (laughs) I said you're not going to play it. It's Halloween. There's a lot of things out there out there that are very scary. But none more scary than the problems with menopause. Let's take a listen to this. <laughs> Macabre tales from the mausoleum of menopause with <laughs> Jamie Maple. You know what? You know what? I got to tell you something. You know what I got going on right now? This is not going to be pretty, but I'm going to tell you guys. I got tiny little pimples all around my mouth breaking out. What the hell? Is this from menopause or what is it? I mean, I mean I'm not hideous, but it's just like little tiny pimples. And of course, I keep picking at them, which is gross. Jay, are my gross and yowed? Are you going to be able to have lunch? I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Hope I didn't ruin lunch for you for you guys. No, you're making it better. Just continue talking, Jamie. Do a little stream of consciousness. We're digging this. Well, they're not pussy or anything like that. They're just little bumps. 
mm-hmm. and and so I just keep like rubbing them is what I'm doing. I'm not picking at them like I'm not being gross, but I just keep touching them like I just feel compelled to touch them, and I just is driving me nuts. Like where why are they where are they coming from? Like when I used to get my period before I was menopausal, I used to get my period when I used to get my period. I used to get pimples around uh, around my period time, you know. The, always that time of the month t- type deal but I mean I don't have that now so where are these coming from like I'm 53 years old and I shouldn't be getting pimples should I should I be getting pimples I think we got plenty to work with there <laughs> <laughs> that's the example of the really deep stuff we deal with doing some prep right there <laughs> I don't have to attend show prep. Oh, yes, I you do. To, I choose to because I want to hang out with you guys. Yeah. But it's and no fun get? if you're not there. And what do I love? get? Heartache. Love and affection. Heartache. <laughs> oh. Love and affection. That's right, J-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was carrying on like a boob going on about my pimples. You know, I never thought it could no, be the Halloween awesome. candy I've been eating. You think it's been from the Halloween candy I've been eating? There's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the menopausal thing, though, right? It could be a combination. Yeah. You know, it could be that, that, maybe a little stress. Yeah, you guys do stress me out. In a good way? Yes. Always in a good way. Yeah, I'll stress you out, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just realized I called, I called you honey. <laughs> yeah, you did. That. that was kind of hot. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Yeah, you know what? You know what else she said to me? What? A little bit later. What? She said this. Jason, it's all done, Jason. You've done your job well, and mommy is pleased. What oh, was yeah. that? <laughs> she said, Mommy is pleased. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Even he cried. That was Friday the 13th. Holy cow, J-Man. First, you may have what? allegedly gotten Nurse Sherry pregnant, and now Jamie's calling you honey. What the hell are you <laughs> I doing? Know. Dude, I don't know. It's magic. my natural, this is natural charm and animal magnetism. Exactly, oh his manly God. mojo. Uh-huh. Holy cow. <laughs> All right. So when you went, did you used to go trick-or-treating? Yeah. Jamie, do you still go trick-or-treating? Would you go trick-or-treating tonight if, or tomorrow night if somebody would? People would Say, frown hey, upon it, but I would love to. I'm not sure what I would well, dress would, up as. Jamie, they would frown upon it because you have all those pimples around your mouth. Well, I would wear a sheet. <laughs> I would go as a ghost with a sheet over me, so I but, wouldn't be all hideous. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't want. Make, wouldn't the pimples help make the case that you're a kid and that you can go trick or treating? 
Well, I never thought of it like that. On top of that, yeah. Well, what I'd else would go I go it. as? You know, I don't know. I guess I could wear my plaid shirt and go as a lumberjack, you know, find an axe. and. You could just not. go as yourself and go as an international internet radio star. I know, but yeah. I'd have to wear a sign that says I work for IWS Radio around my neck. <laughs> People won't know just That'd by be looking okay. at me. They only hear my voice. That'd be okay. Yeah. You have a little, uh, little headset oh, yeah, microphone. I had one of those car magnets like you guys got. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't have a IWS, car. So. IWS coffee mug in hand. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh, I might have to think this through. Yeah. Because, yes, I would love to get a a nice haul of candy. I'd have to pay outrageous sure. prices for the little things. Uh-huh. I'm sure there are lots of buildings around here that give out candy. Yeah, you could just put on a, a dress and go as Mrs. Prime Minister Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Sure President Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> What would you guys go as if you guys went out? Your mom. Oh, brother. <laughs> Leave my mom out of it. She's resting in her grave. <laughs> She's not really. She was cremated. <laughs> what would you guys go as? Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know. The fireman. Matt Might could go as the mean guy that. from the beer mine. Yeah, I could do that. I'm not mean. <laughs> I'm in control. Come on, you couldn't spare 13 cents for that guy? Oh, no, he was a jerk. If it was someone else, maybe. <laughs> and he, uh, had he probably had in 13. his hand. <laughs> and who... And who doesn't have a bunch of, you know, nickels, dimes, quarters, pennies in the little console in their car? Come on. I do. I have a pile of change in there. But not enough to break the window and steal, if anybody's listening. Geez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Make sure you make that. And ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, I was just, no, no, you go ahead. Make your announcement. (laughs) Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it is what one thirty-five, and here's the Halloween sound of the day. Oh, yeah. That's a Molson ice. Oh. Nice. Yes. Good stuff right there. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. You know, I could come up there. Ooh, Jamie. I could come up there and we could go uh, trick or treating as Bill and Hillary Clinton. Trick or treat, trick or treat, fill my feet, vote for my wife. (laughs) Of course, Jamie. If you're Hillary and Jamie, (laughs) Bill Clinton, you would lose him halfway through. He'd be stopping at someone's house (laughs) and never leave because she was hot. (laughs) Yeah. The risk we'd have Bill, to take. Bill, Bill, Bill. Maybe Susie M could come along as Monica. 
I mean, I know it's been 20 dress. It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years, but, you know, go with it. You could break out the blue <laughs> dress, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go grocery shopping tomorrow on Halloween. I'm sure people are going to joke about the fact that I'm wearing my costume. <laughs> yes. I used to do yeah. that when I was a kid. You go to school on Halloween and go, Hey, why are you wearing a costume? It's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Ha, 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 ha. And then yeah. they go, Chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, like that at me. <laughs> I hate Halloween. Well, <laughs> well I'll tell you what, uh, Jay and Jamie and everyone. You know who loves Halloween? Who? Has fun with it? Jesse Ferg. Oh. You know it. Let's see what he'll be doing this Halloween. (laughs) Hello there. Jesse Ferg here. And it's Halloween Eve. I'm putting the finishing touches for those little shits. I mean, little trick-or-treaters will be coming to my door tomorrow night. Being a big hit with the kids last year, I'm doing the same thing. I'm decorating to give the kids a tour of my haunted house. Sure, there'll be ghosts, witches, caskets, bats, fog, and some clowns on the tour, and the kids will love it. The best part of the tour is at the end, where a clown will push a little trick-or-treater into an active wood chipper. Yes, the screams and blood are authentic, as each kid goes ever so slowly into the wood chipper. But I hear you asking, how do you clean it up? Don't worry, nothing goes to waste. I take the resulting pieces of kid and make candy out of it. I have last year's batch already made and ready to pass out. Come to my house for the horrors and some tasty homemade Soylent Green Junior candy. Well, I have to get back to work. Gotta lay down the plastic on the floors and walls. Back to you guys in the studio. Mm-hmm. That's wow, fantastic. That's scary. It's very efficient, also. Yes, yes but I didn't didn't know Jesse had that side to him. Yeah, feed this year's. That's when. Feed last year's trick or treaters to this year's trick or treaters. Yeah. Brilliant. Here's what I found funny. He said, "Welcome to my house of whores." Or did he say yeah. whores? Because it sounded like whores. Very close. It sounded very, very close. I, I wasn't sure either. It could go either way. Yeah. By the way, the Browns now lead 10 to nothing over the Jets. So good call yeah. for all of us on that one. Sure. Seahawks are leading the Saints 7 nothing. Yep. And that game finished in overtime. Finished tied. Yep. What did the, the Bengals, Bengals and, and the Redskins? Redskins. Yeah, Bengals and racial slurs. Yeah, really? two weeks in a row with a tie game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks in a row that uh kicker has uh, shanked a bonnet. A short field goal. Unbelievable. Crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Panthers lead the. Cardinals fourteen to nothing. I'm sure I missed that one. 
So, J-Man, what's your favorite candy that you got as a kid when you were on your travels during Halloween? Yeah, I liked the little crackle bars or the little Mr. Good bars. But I I preferred the crackle. Yeah, I preferred the crackle. That was my number one because it was more of a crunch with all the little, uh, you know, Rice Krispies in there. So Mr. Goodbar is okay with that one, you know, a couple nuts in it or something. Mr. Goodbar is terrible. I always used to throw those out, sort out my candies and throw out the Goodbars. You know, Jamie, that's really hurtful because 30 years ago when I was Joey Goodbar, I used to throw miniature Mr. Goodbars out to the audience, and you would have just thrown it on the floor. Very hurtful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oof! Don't like them at all. I don't like them either, though. How can you not like them? What, what do you not like about them? I mean, let's really break this down. It's it is a chocolate bar with some peanuts in it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Where's the Where's the, the anger? Where's it's all the ground anger? up. It's all ground up. Now you take a Reese's peanut butter cup, which is chocolate and peanut butter, and that's just uh-huh. awesome. That's just awesome. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I see you working here. Well, what about just the basic everyday Hershey's chocolate, milk chocolate bar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not not into the Hershey's chocolate. What? What about dark? What about dark chocolate? Mm -hmm. Not a fan of dark Mm -hmm. chocolate. What? I know it's good for for you, but I don't like it. I like my milk chocolate. Racist. <laughs> Take that back. What about things? What about Skittles? Skittles? A little bag of Skittles? Yeah, I like Skittles. Yeah. I always like Skittles. They're little tarts. sugar. They're artificially flavored sugar balls, is what they are. Yeah, they're <laughs> so good. I love the sour ones. Yeah, oh yeah. Like the sour, sour sweet tarts. Awesome, yeah. yeah. I like the lemon heads. Also. Oh, yeah. I love lemon heads. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what those are. Yeah, they're little little hard candy with a really strong lemon flavor. Oh. Yep. So they taste like lemon fudge. No, no it tastes like, like lemon. All right. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is carrying on they're a little good, too damn long, it. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, as I told Jay as I told Jay earlier, it's rainy, it's cold, it's dreary, and I'm in a mood. Evidently. And Jay but, said, Oh, call in honestly. and it'll be fun. And it, I'll and tell it you should what, have been. Because <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> I I told you to call in because what do you have to lose? <laughs> Jamie, we're going to perk you up right now and get in a better mood. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Tickles of Terror with Phil Diller. I'm a lima. What do skeletons say before they eat? Bone appetite. (laughs) 
Why didn't the skeleton dance at the party? He had no body to dance with. Ha! <laughs> Why didn't the skeleton go to see the new scary movie? He didn't have the guts. Ha! I'm a lima. <laughs> You know, it was fun to hear from Kirk Douglas earlier during the Ravens. It's always fun. And Stubby Stonehenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I miss Stubby. Yeah. I don't. used to make things so much fun here at the offices. I tell you. Stubby used to make Schmoop cry. He did? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, from that, you know, after he'd be done, it'd be thirty to forty minutes of hacking and coughing around the studio. I know. Yep. <laughs> Poor Stubby. Drew Peacock has that whatever, same problem. Whatever happened to Stu Stubby? Stubby? Oh, he's just. Yeah. Did he retire? Wandered off one. He just wandered wandered yeah. off one day. <laughs> He smokes Marlboro Ultralight now on a can. Oh, good island. for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you ever gone to any? Either of you guys ever been invited to Halloween parties? Because I never got invited to any. No, I never oh, did. Just like, just, just like uh, New Year's Eve parties, I never got invited. No. We did. Ha- we, my roommates and I, threw a Halloween party one year. Did you? In college, yeah, and it was a it was a hot mess the whole night. <laughs> we had my uh, roommate and his girlfriend got into a huge fight, as always, <laughs> and they had a big argument. And she stormed out, and the other roommate went after her because he was that kind of guy that would do things. You know, he would always chase after other guys, w- women, to calm oh, them down. Boy. Whatever. He was one of those guys. Anyway, no, he wasn't trying to get with him. He was just, he was, he was always, he was the white knight and everybody all the time. Oh, I see. Anyway, he's everybody's friend. Anyway, so uh, she ran him over with her car. That was cool. He just kind of <laughs> rolled him over the hood. It didn't really hurt him. He couldn't really hurt this guy. He's one of those people. He's like a pit bull. <laughs> we had that, right? And we had a crowd there for a while and they, you know, well, the drama kind of ran them off and then another crowd showed up and bunch of people we didn't know and a couple of people dancing naked on the balcony. Wow. It's typical, I guess. But uh, if Crazy. I did, if I wasn't one of the people throwing the party, I, I never got invited. But we really, we had about, we had a whole bunch of people from Redneckville that were supposed to come over and for the party. And then they were going to stay and like sleep on the floor or whatever. But uh, my roommate decided the party had to be on Saturday instead of Friday. And then none of them could come over because they were all going to an ACDC concert. <laughs> and it turns out the reason the reason he wanted the party on the Saturday was so his girlfriend couldn't go to the ACDC concert. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. 
That's how it was with those people. Oh, jeez. Our crew at Hardy's had a Halloween party every year. <coughs> Back in high school. It was a good time. Did you go? Yeah, they invited me and everything, Jamie. And did you go? Well, yeah. Oh, did you? That was back when you got invited to parties. I'm with, yeah, exactly. Thank you, J-Man. Did you, now guys, I only did you guys dress up? <clears throat> What's that, Jay? Did you guys dress up at work on Halloween at Hardy's, you know? I don't Who's think we did. I don't think we did. Not that I remember. Yeah, we never did it at the pizza joint. One of my favorite things about Chris, or excuse me, Halloween, is to watch all the shows and uh, during the day that uh, all the hosts and stuff dress up like Good Morning America and Kelly and whoever her host will be. The View. And, like, yeah, everybody dresses view. up. <clears throat> and the top. I look forward to that. Yeah, the Chew. Usually Kelly and Michael, or Kelly or Kelly and Regis were funny. Harry Connick now, Jr., his show, do you watch his show? I watch it here and there, so I don't know if he'll dress up, probably. He's from New Orleans, he will. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What about the like the slutty Halloween costumes? Do you think that's played out? Is that getting old? No. I mean... Well, I mean, like, let's take somebody who's, like, really super hot. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like, uh, oh, hell, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like, let's, let's take Paris. Let's take Paris Hilton, okay? Yeah, let's take oh, Paris Oh, God, no. Hilton. No, let's not take Paris Hilton. She's not hot. <laughs> is, is it really, does it take any real effort or creativity for someone who's really hot to dress up in a, you know, like the slutty Catholic school girl thing? Yeah, it doesn't, does it? I think you, you got to go with what you're good at. Well, hell no, that may be a good point, too. Why take yeah. ex- unnecessary risks? Yeah. Hmm. Right, good point, Jamie. But if you have access to, like, a... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if only you meant that. <clears throat> you know, if mean. you have access to like uh well thank you. If you had uh-huh. access to like a professional makeup artist and stuff, you could do all kinds yeah. of like The Walking Dead and stuff like that. Oh, uh-huh. speaking of The uh-huh. Walking Dead, it's on at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, okay. thank you. And I think it would be very I think it would be very cruel for you guys to interrupt Sherry during her show cuz I also am a fan. And who said this uh, was the last year? I so did. Thank you, I was just being hopeful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone contact Sherry Martin Walden at 9 p.m. Eastern time with a Facebook message. And a, fa- a friend request and a message. <laughs> exactly. And she came up to my she came up to my door when I was like 16 dressed as Jane from Tarzan. Really? Yes. Were you dressed as Tarzan? Did you? No, I was a pirate. And I thought my mom was going to freak out. 
I thought my mom was going to, my Catholic mother was going to freak out. But no, she thought, oh, honey, that's so cute. I'm going home. (laughs) There's the green light right there, Mom. Thank you. Really? Yes. Did you two get it on that night? You know, making (laughs) out. I'm not asking about sex. I'm talking about making out. Did you make out with Jane that night? I'm sure we did. We were 16 years old. Well, she was 17. You know, she's an older woman. Oh, she's a cougar. She is a cougar. (laughs) (laughs) You are fascinated with sex. (laughs) I guess I am. Or at least least I used to be. (laughs) Oh, which reminds me of a funny story. Now I'm fascinated because other people have it. (laughs) Exactly. Here's a funny other people. J-Man and Jamie and everyone, here's a funny story from the beer mine yesterday. You know, we got our mannequin dressed as a witch. This guy oh. came through yesterday, and he said, hey, how much for the witch? I said, $128. He said, you paid $128 for that? And I said, yes, I did. You should have gotten bigger tits on that witch. And I said, <laughs> Well, here's what I said to him. I said, yeah, it's 128 bucks, but it, it came with free shipping. When you get to be my age, free shipping is more important than bigger tits. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you can put a, a padded bra on her and make her more voluptuous. Sure. Sure. We could. Yeah. Or you could put the, the you know, big the, uh, Madonna cone, the Madonna cone, yeah. you know, that she, in the 80s. i got to find a pilgrim outfit for her. For Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Because she couldn't go as an Indian, right? Well, she could. That would that would be wrong, wouldn't it? You might offend people. Yeah. You might offend people. You're not in the fear of mine. <laughs> but what you could do is you could you could dress her up like a, an Indian, a Native American, excuse me. Yes. And American. then and then you could have Smoop call local TV station and say, "Racist beer mine at the corner of <laughs> Elmore Burnett Road." Get some free publicity. That would be awesome. Worth a try. Sure. And hey, we got some breaking news here late in the show. Oh. They're reporting that the FBI knew about these so-called new Clinton email thing several weeks ago and w- and just waited until the last minute to send that letter to Congress. They could have sent it any time in the last three or four weeks. Isn't that weird? Uh Funny how that happens. Yeah. So, anyway, and Carolina leads 21 to nothing now. Seahawks are leading 14 to 3. Houston leads Detroit 14 to nothing. What? God, this is 
is yeah. going to be a bad week City for me. Leads, Kansas City leads Indianapolis 10 to nothing. Ten to seven now. Touchdown Indianapolis. I'm not watching the game or anything. I just <laughs> looked up. Sign. Score. Tampa Bay leads Oakland ten to nothing. Wow. Could you fucking focus? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. Told. It's uh it's it's time to wrap things up. That's very yeah. hard to cuss at me like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears> that's gonna that's gonna upset me. Gonna ruin his day. Okay. I know. I feel bad now. I'm sorry. I accept your apology. Thank you. <laughs> that was mighty white. So anyway, Jay. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down to about two and a half minutes. Here, you better play Halloween extravaganza. Yeah. So it's time to wrap things up. And really, there's just only one song that can be played on it Halloween. It better be what I'm thinking. It is what you're thinking. And, of course, quickly, thank you to everybody for listening. Tell all your yes. friends. Listen again in archives, all that stuff. And we take you out with the Monster Mash. All right. <laughs> My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the tools all came from their humble. From my electrode They did the match They did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash They did the match It caught on in a flash They did the match They did the monster match The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included Wolfman Dracula and his son They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. Now the monster man. The monster man. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the man. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the man. It's now the monster man. Now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what it said. And you can mash. 
And you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. You can monster mash. I love that. I played it for you. Thank you. That was so sweet, Jay. I know. We lost Matt. Okay, great show. He thought the the song was four minutes long, I guess. Oh, okay. Great show, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. And uh, goodbye to everybody out there listening. We'll be back next week with a, maybe a election preview, something like that. Bye, I guess, from Matt, too. <laughs>